I don't know about you guys, but when I go do something, I am a part of the bit. Like I dress the part. I was giving Jane from Tarzan. I was giving Indiana Jones because it makes life more fun. All right, happy Friday, Saturday, Monday, whatever day you're listening to this episode. I am still in South Africa and I have a lot of updates for you all. And the issue with this one getting uploaded on time and kind of just overall is the Wi-Fi in South Africa in these hotels is kind of low or just like can't really render these videos um, as quickly as my home Wi-Fi does. So it's just a little delayed, but I have a lot of really great updates and insights and observations to share with you. So I'm excited to, to hop in. But before we dive into the podcast, I wanna shout out to our sponsors, Cash App. The observation is powered by Cash App. When personal finance meets your funds and the stuff that matters, that's money, that's Cash App. Download the app by Bitcoin, not financial advice. This week's ad read definitely uh, feels a little different because of the tragic passing of Cash App's founder, Bob Lee, who just passed away in such a tragic way. And there's really no explanation or words for what happened. But I do want to say um, I didn't have the honor of meeting Bob, but I read a lot of amazing messages from people that I do know who are my friends, who are colleagues of Bob's that just said, he you know, was just such a lovely person. He made an amazing product, obviously that everyone now uses and had no ego and just was some, somebody that you feel like you could grab a beer with or just be very comfortable around. So my heart goes out to his loved ones and the entire Cash App team because such a tragic incident and you know, there's time to talk about San Francisco and just what's happening there on another day, but I just wanna honor Bob's life on this show and you know he we didn't meet but his life definitely impacted mine and changed mine because Cash App changed my life so I want to to thank Bob and um, just put my thoughts out there before we get into the show um, so as I was saying I am in South Africa and uh, I actually was in Mazel Bay which is about four hours by car from South Africa um, or sorry, from Cape Town. I'm tired. I'm filming this at nighttime, so I'm tired. Um, but it's four hours by car from Cape Town to Mazel Bay. And Mazel Bay is where I was going to film a vlog on Bitcoin Ikasi. What is Bitcoin Ikasi? I posted on my Instagram and I might have posted it on Twitter too, uh, some photos. And so I went there because someone on Noster actually told me about it. And I was super interested in, in going to check it out. What Bitcoin Akasi is, is a nonprofit organization that helps children in townships get better education, uh, access to surf lessons, and also gives them the opportunity to learn about Bitcoin and also invest in it. So uh, I wanted to go and just see, I've heard of like Bitcoin Beach where this is happening um, in, and um, I wanted to kind of like, you know, that's that's the one closer to America, but I wanted to see, is Bitcoin Akasi actually a thing? Is this happening? Um, so I decided to go check it out and I came in with no agenda, no notions of what the video or the vlog was going to be. I just wanted to get a video 
in the group's own words. So I was connected to Herman, who connected me to Lathonda, who's running the project, who connected me to Uma, and all the kids. And I was, I didn't know what we were gonna do. I had no idea. And so I met Luthando. He showed me the facility where they come after school to take surf lessons. Um, and then drove me up into a township. And so if you aren't familiar with a South African township, a township is something that happened during apartheid where um, the government basically told black Africans that they have to be in certain areas of the country and push them into these areas. Almost similar actually to uh, the Navajo reservation where I grew up um, or other Indian reservations where people are pushed off their land into an area and told that's where they have to live. So these townships, you know, are still there and people are still living there. They haven't moved out of the townships. And um, Luthanda was telling me, who helps run the project, was telling me that a lot of these kids, they get involved in drugs and gangs, similar to the United States. People put kids in the Boys and Girls Club to, you know, or into activities after school to give them something to do instead of getting involved in, in bad things. So this project works very similar to that. Um, but he drove me up into this township and I, I really had no idea what to expect. On one side, there was shacks where we couldn't walk in because he said it was too dangerous. Um, and on the other side, it was homes for rent where he lives, but just a little road separated this entire group. And a lot of the sides of the shacks had uh, Bitcoin logos and art drawn on them and they get paid to have that on there as advertising and they'll accept that money. And yeah, then went into where Luthanda lived and there were different little um, shops and stores where you could buy things, but it's nothing like you know, the city has right next door to it. You know, they're in the city, but they the shops that they have, um, they're, you know, there's a few items you can buy, very simple, but they accept Bitcoin. And I was able to make a transaction at the store to test it out uh, via the Lightning Network. The Lightning Network is a layer two solution that goes on top of Bitcoin that allows you to make payments faster because transacting with the Bitcoin blockchain takes longer for settlement times, um, basically for that block to confirm and to make sure that you've actually like paid in Bitcoin. So the Lightning Network helps that. And um, it was actually truly amazing to see that in real life and how it's helping this entire group. I, I didn't really know what to expect. Um, and I don't wanna give away a ton of it because I'm gonna save it for the vlog because the vlog is going to be really, really uh, just, Unlike anything else I've done, I want it to be very Anthony Bourdain styled. So look out for that. But I will I'll give you a little bit more because I, I just had such a great time um, spending time with the kids for, the, for two days. So the second day we went surfing. And I just think it's so cool that they're teaching these kids to, to surf because uh, one of the surf instructors said that they don't see black Africans surfing. They don't see even like most people, most people who are pro surfers are white. And these kids are out there like warriors. They're dressed up in like their full wetsuit and they have their surfboards and they're going out there every day. And they're not just learning 
they're succeeding. There was a kid who had won two bronze medals in surf competitions. They're driving these kids to surf competitions all over the country of South Africa. And so it's so cool to see this shift because I just know that in this batch, there's going to be a kid that makes um, like the pro tour. And one of the kids told me that he wants to make the WSL. And that to me is just so cool that this organization, Bitcoin Ikasi, is providing that for the kids. But it did ask them, what do they need? What do they, what do they need right now? And Luthanda told me that they need a renovation of their place where they have their school and also their surf uh, teaching area. They're two separate places and they need to be to renovate. Honestly, they do. Um, they took me into where they were teaching the kids and it's honestly the size of someone's bedroom. And they were saying they had 40 to 60 kids in this room at a time. So they're trying to raise 300,000 Rand, which is equivalent to 16,000 US dollars. And the reason now that I wanna make this video after speaking and listening to what they needed is to give exposure so that uh, people can donate to Bitcoin Akasi, a nonprofit, to raise this money so that more kids can join the program. And I will be donating personally, but I also want to give other people the opportunity to help as well if they want to. So that vlog will be coming out in a few weeks. One other thing, sorry, I just, I, I don't want to give everything away, but we did go surfing, as I was saying, and I went surfing with the kids and it was so fun. We were out on the waves and I've been learning to surf this year. So it actually ended up working out that I've been taking lessons because I got to go out and surf with the kids, which was amazing. But I did not know that South Africa has the most great white sharks surrounding it. Just, just the most out of anywhere. More than Australia, more than the United States. It's South Africa. So I was out there surfing. I mean, obviously it's, it's probably fine, but you know, I'm alive. But knowing that after the fact doesn't really sit well. Wasn't, wasn't a great finding didn't love it. So I went to a game reserve in South Africa as well. And I did a sunrise safari. And I don't know about you guys, but when I go do something, I am a part of the bit. Like I dress the part. I was giving Jane from Tarzan. I was giving Indiana Jones because it makes life more fun. You know, I just you gotta wear the tans, the beiges, the white tops, the belts, give me a hat. You know, why, why not? Where else are you ever gonna have an opportunity to wear an outfit like that? Probably nowhere. So anyway, I was serving some looks um, and I did the sunrise safari. So I woke up at around 5 a.m. But actually I woke up at 3 a.m. because there were lions, yes, lions, growling in the night. But they allegedly were like in this like caged area up at the top of the mountain and they couldn't get to us. But you know what, I think there's, if there's a line around, it's always a threat, right? There's always the opportunity for the line to get out. You never know what's happening. And realize the room I was staying in didn't, wasn't really four walls. There was like a tented wall and then three other solid walls. So I, was, I, I woke up at three, I'm a little scared. Not only was I dodging great white sharks, I was dodging lions. Um, 
So yeah, the lions were roaring and I don't know if they were having sex or what was happening, but the growls were not just, I'm eating an, some sort of animal. It was, it was an interesting growling and it felt like there were two growls. Um, then I went back to sleep, don't know how, woke up at 5 a.m. and did the sunrise safari and it was so beautiful. I was just like, it was cold actually. It's very cold because it's winter down here. And we had blankets they'd given everyone in the, in the Jeep blankets and they had brought coffee along so that we could have coffee as the sun was coming up and all the animals were waking up. And it was such a treat to see these beautiful creatures up close, giraffes. They're so beautiful and elegant. And I've been to obviously zoos and things in my life, but it's just something different to see these animals in that and the habitat that they were meant to be in. And I, I love Africa. I want to go on more safaris and I really wanted to do it in an ethical way. So made sure I went to one that was protecting these animals and the safari was actually run by a family. I don't want to give too much details again because I don't want to dox them, but they, it was, they, they were the best and most sweet family I, I've ever met. And they run it together and, and they, you know, were originally from Botswana and like came down and have started this new one. And so it's just, it was so nice, but they do have uh, white rhinos there. And it just makes me so sad to hear about people cutting off their uh, horn at the top. Um, and so they've saved these rhinos and brought them to this place, which I can't say again, but they're taking good care of them there and allowing them to be free and in the wild. And I, it's so interesting too, they talk about poaching and how the horn of a rhino is valuable because of medicinal reasons, allegedly, but it's not true at all because animals don't provide that actually only plants can provide um, this. So it's just like an, a total myth that these horns provide that, yet people still go out and try to hurt rhinos and bring it back and sell it on a black market. So uh, yeah, um, that, that, was, that was beautiful. If you ever have the chance to go on a safari, do it, do it. Go to an ethical one, take lots of pictures, see these creatures in real life. There's also this quote, another travel quote that I'll impart you with is, um, the more that I travel, the less I know. And I believe that so much because I have been traveling around and you look at these creatures and these things that God created or the universe created, I believe God created, and you're just confused. You're like, why? Why giraffes? Why rhinos? Why these animals? They're so interesting. They're so unique. Even giraffes, there's no other even kind of animal in that pod, in that family of animals. They're just their own type. It's, it's crazy. The other things I wanna talk about, the Barbie promotion just started happening for Greta Gerwig's Barbie. And I think this is really funny because they're talking about the tagline of the movie that says, she's everything and he's just Ken. And they, people on the internet have been kind of ripping through this showing real life couples who are actually this equivalent. Meaning like 
Barbie is everything. She's, she's the golden girl. She's the dream girl. And then she ends up with a guy like Ken. Why does this happen? Why do amazing, wonderful women end up with just okay guys, you know? Which is fine, right? Like, it's really hard for a woman to find a guy that's, that matches her. But there was this thread uh, by Lexi Logan on Twitter, and they put together a bunch of different couples. And in this thread were Serena Williams and Alexis Ohanian. And Alexis, I love Alexis, he's my friend, um, and like colleague and investor in Lolly. And, but he, he shared it and uh, was laughing at it too. Obviously, Alexis is super accomplished on his own, but Serena Williams, I mean, she's... How does Serena find somebody... She's the GOAT. How do you find someone... How do you level up? You can't. You have to just date a Just Ken. Um, they also had Princess Diana and King Charles, Elle Woods and Warner, Amal Clooney and George Clooney, which I love Amal Clooney. I'm like the biggest Amal Clooney fan. So uh, I think that's really funny. It's just something to think about. You know, these women, behind every strong woman is just an okay dude. <laughs> um, and then another piece of news that came out this week back to Bitcoin to close out the show is we found out there's an Easter egg in every single Mac from 2018 to the current day. And it is a Bitcoin white paper and someone found this out. So for five years, we didn't know that every single Mac book had a white paper and people are flipping out on it. People are like, Steve Jobs is Satoshi. There have been crazy conspiracy theories of who is behind this. Um, so it was just discovered this week. In order to access it, you need to type this into the terminal to open slash system library image Capture devices, virtual scanner dot apps, go into contents, resources, and it's slash simple doc dot PDF. And people just don't know which rogue employee did this. I love it. I love this. This is a this is the kind of commitment that I wish I had. I wish I could hide the Bitcoin white paper on every single MacBook and keep my mouth shut for five years. Cause you know I wouldn't keep my mouth shut for five years. I I'd probably let it slip like two years in if people weren't catching on to be like, you gotta be kidding me, no one's found this. Um, or was this intentional from the company? Is this Apple being pro Bitcoin? I mean, this is incredibly bullish, incredibly bullish. You're just interesting, you're fascinating. Um, yeah, I don't think Steve Jobs was Satoshi. That man created everything. He created Apple, he created Pixar. He also, are we saying that he also created Bitcoin? If Steve Jobs lived a full life, what could have that man done if that's true? Who, that would be insane. I don't think that's true. My money has always been on Hal Finney, and I'll just say that. Um, anyways, uh, that's been the observation. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, like and subscribe so that you never miss an episode, and I will be back next time. Good luck and Godspeed.